Possibly as dangerous as the pandemic itself for the last two years has been the proliferation of misinformation. But in 2021, that manifested in very visible ways. Let's break it down. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With me is CNET reporter and our conspiracy buster, Oscar Gonzalez. Welcome, Oscar. Hey, who are you going to call in a bust a conspiracy? This guy. <laughs> so it feels like 2021 was filled end to end with all the kind of real world ramifications of conspiracy theories, right? Literally since January with the election fraud, all the way to now here in December where people still don't believe vaccines work. Yeah, and as you noted, uh, these conspiracy theories, the fact that there are conspiracy theories isn't new. Uh, even anti-vax propaganda has been around for a long time. Flat earthers have been around for a long time. But what really changed in 2021? Really, what it came down to is that you had this perfect storm of a conspiracy theory with QAnon that made people sort of proud to believe this conspiracy theory. Then you had social media mixing in there, making it easier to get. Uh, and then you had the pandemic, which had a lot of people staying inside. So you just had a bunch of everything going together. And again, it's this perfect storm where all of a sudden people believe these craziest ideas and it just kept going. And you mentioned social media. How big of a part did it play? And is it the sole culprit in sort of the, the mainstreaming of conspiracy theories? Well, it, it was the driving force. I, I was speaking to multiple experts and they always fall back to that social media really pushed these conspiracy theories because – uh, you know, we've talked about it before. There's an algorithm that these social media companies, platforms want to establish so that you stay on their app and you stay on their site for a lot longer. And part of that algorithm has people seeking out stuff that's going to, you know, make them out outrage. It's going to make them freak out. It's going to get some sort of emotion out of them. And when you have a bunch of people that are inside their house that are not going out and meeting with other people because of the pandemic, well, they go down rabbit holes. And the rabbit holes have gotten deeper and deeper and it's harder for, to climb out of it. And social media was the uh, was the big factor in that. Yeah, it's a good point. The, the point you made earlier was smart, was the idea that folks were actually sort of proud of these various conspiracy theories or, or you know, proud that they believed vaccines weren't helpful or uh, the earth is flat or the election was fraudulent. Um, and it, it seemed like that pride was sort of instilled partly through social media because folks could connect with other people to share and commiserate and sort of support each other. Like it used to be without social media or the internet, if you're a conspiracy theorist, you're kind of like the one crazy guy living down, you know, that, that random house in the neighborhood. But with social media and with just sort of online platforms in general, you can sort of connect with other like-minded folks, right? It makes it so much easier. You could join a Facebook group. Uh, you could be an influencer on TikTok. It, it, all you have to do is say a couple of crazy things. All of a sudden, thousands of people will follow you. Uh, you could you could uh, you know be on YouTube and and follow certain videos. Uh, it, it doesn't take much. It's easy to do, and really, I mean, all you need is a phone and an internet, uh, internet uh, connection to jump right into the rabbit hole with uh, very little effort. Yeah, I'm just curious how this 
because you hear about this stuff, conspiracy theorists, QAnon, you know, on the evening news or even late night talk shows. I mean, it's pretty pervasive. Like, how do we get to this point where it's basically everywhere? Right. Well, it, it's it, it. I mean, the, the big reason why is that QAnon was so pro-Trump. Because they, because of the, you know, for those who don't know, QAnon uh, is a conspiracy theory that's pro-Trump conspiracy theory that believes that he was fighting a secret war against a cabal of pedophiles and Satanists within Hollywood and the Democratic Party. That's what they believe. Now, uh, it, it because it's tied to Trump, it automatically makes it a bigger story, uh, and also that. The QAnon people, they're they're so um, it's so tied into their identity now, because if you're a good QAnon follower, that means you're a good American. That means you're a good Christian. So it becomes part of your identity. And also, you know, a lot of Republicans, uh, not all of them, but a lot of Republican politicians, they were kind of I mean, a few of them do actually believe in QAnon. There is no doubt about it. But uh, but a lot of them were kind of, you know, taking what they want from this group. And that's why, you know, earlier it, it er, well, I mean, still now there's there's been some Republican politicians who still can't say with a straight face that Biden won the election. So they are they're taking bits and pieces from the QAnon uh, sort of uh, universe, if you will. And uh, they're using that for their advantage. Yeah, that's and that's an interesting point. That the idea that you know this, it, it feels like it's a fringe group, but really it's, it's actually a potentially potent base of political supporters, which is a scary, scary thought. Uh, you know, one one conspiracy theory that had popped up from QAnon recently, which made the rounds in everywhere, was the idea of JFK Jr. John F. Kennedy Jr. somehow coming back to life and and showing up. Uh, I believe I, I can't I forget where exactly, but obviously he didn't show up because well he passed away a while ago. But believers were still sticking around waiting for. I'm curious, like how this is the phenomenon that I, I think needs some explaining because it's it in the face of so much evidence that this stuff is just bonkers. Like how do folks react to that? Well, I, you know, and, and again, this is this is something that, you know, uh, this is something that not technically not all QAnon believers believe in, uh, but enough of them do to where the other ones that don't believe it are like those guys are embarrassing us. Uh, <laughs> the so there's there are levels there are tiers of QAnon. Believers, some that are so hardcore that even other QAnon believers are like, you guys are wackos. Right. It, it, there's actually different <laughs> sects because there are different influencers within QAnon, uh, different people who – uh, who sort of were the the early adopters and they're looked upon as, oh, this person has some insight, but they really don't. They're actually making stuff up. The, in the case of the JFK Jr., they, uh, so what happened was uh, back in 2018 on, um, on one of the Chan boards, uh, 4chan, I believe, uh, where the whole QAnon thing started, uh, one person just, one poster just said, in, in in simplest terms, by the way, JFK Jr. is alive. 
Um, no proof. Uh, just puts it out there. And then this starts getting the wheels turning of certain believers that not only is he not dead, he's also helping Trump in this secret war. And they were they were they believe like there were certain people who within the QAnon community that they thought were JFK Jr. that they they believe and they they these fake people have their own followings. Uh, and in any case, November second, they were like JFK Jr. is going to show up in Dallas at the Plaza where his father got assassinated. He's going to give the presidency to Trump because reasons. Somewhere in the Constitution it says that can happen that the son of an assassinated president can give the presidency to whoever in any case but they believed it and they stayed there for weeks and for them even though their follower this their their leader so to speak this guy called negative 48 said hey he's coming tomorrow they still believe because that's how these things work when you believe in something so much and it doesn't work out then the, the the person that's uh, that that you know is responsible for this belief the the big leader they'll just make something up and then they'll say yeah he'll he'll be here tomorrow he'll be here next week and if you believe if you want to be a good follower you're gonna believe that guy and it's getting this is scaring experts who who are really concerned about this they're they they it's it, you know we could kind of laugh at it we cannot point fun at it i do it all the time but the experts who are in who research cults who research conspiracy theories they're like this is getting to a point where we could see something really scary. Yeah, and that, that's that's a great segue because, you know, we can sort of laugh a little bit about this, but um, to the main thrust of your article today is that, you know, these conspiracy theories previously have been, well, relatively harmless, but in, in 2021, it's really had some real-world consequences, right? We had the the siege back in January 6th of the Capitol building that's that's led to arrests and led to, to deaths. Uh, to the continued vaccine skepticism that's, you know, led to the to folks actually, you know, dying, passing away from COVID, right? That Talk a little about that and just the fact that, like, it felt like things got more serious, got more real than 2021. It definitely did. Uh, there are people who literally were saying, I, I, I will gladly die for my beliefs, Um you know, the, the most famously in regard to the insurrection, Ashley Babbage. She was the uh, the woman who died uh, a, a, after being shot trying to get into the inner chamber of Congress. Uh, and she was a QAnon believer. And, and people are holding up as, her, as, a, as a martyr um, that they, they want to practically tra- treat her as a saint uh, with the COVID anti-vaxxers. Uh, they they there's been stories multiple stories where they didn't believe covid was a thing until they actually got on a ventilator um that's where they they started really sort of taking it in the reality that they could have gotten vaccinated and they'd be fine and here they are on the verge of death and they're still saying well it's probably something else uh, this is, you know, no one, no one, no one died for not believing for not believing that the U.S. didn't land on the moon. You know, no one died not believing uh, in um, in flat in flat Earth. Uh, you know, it, it it was just not a thing. Now, 
these are becoming a bigger deal and it's resulted in a lot of a, a lot of deaths in 2021 that's why it's so serious yeah and lastly just sort of looking forward like will things be different in 2022 or are we just going to see more of the same the experts i've spoken with they say it's going to get worse um it, it's with social media even though the, the big platforms twitter facebook YouTube, TikTok, they've all come out and said, hey, we're doing better. They kind of have and they kind of haven't. In in a big case, though, the the, the experts agree that things are, are, are going to get worse because um, it, it's for a lot of people's lives, their lives haven't gotten better. Their lives are still as bad as it was at the beginning of the year. Uh, and it makes, you know, getting involved in a conspiracy theory, um, you know, taking that in can make them feel a part of something, can make them feel better. And that allows them to stick with it. So they agree they, that it's going to get worse um, in 2022, especially with the midterm elections, that that's going to lead to a whole can of worms that everybody is uh, – Everybody, the experts, social media companies, everybody is is, is getting prepared for that, that um, they they know in November that that's going to be a big deal. Got it. Well, uh, obviously, we'll have to stay on top of this. I know you're staying on top of this uh, going into next year. Oscar, thank you for your time. You can check out his story on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or send for direct text messages from me by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. And if you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.